All right, welcome back to Snackcast. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. First Snackcast of 2023. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I was about to say 2022. You know. <laughs> and I turn 50 this weekend. Ooh, old man Rear. I know, right? So, um, we are moving through Dr. Palmer's book, Brain Energy. This was a tough chapter. Um, I thought it like wrapped up well, but it was... <laughs> It's too long. <laughs> it, it was too long, and I think that there was uh, you could have you could have wrapped it up pretty quickly. So um, again, we we've mentioned that right mm-hmm. that that I think the writing style maybe just doesn't resonate with Kevin and I like it probably does other people. Um, right. So trying not to you know um, be critical, but it's just I think maybe not our cup of tea. The deep dives they're very deep dives. Right. So literally this chapter in a nutshell is is <laughs> mitochondrial dysfunction or dysregulation can cause five distinct mechanisms that can lead to mental illness pretty much doesn't matter. Yeah. He's actually stealing that straight from the book yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, I mean, they can lead to mental disorder of all kinds, right? So he's basically throwing that out there, right? Um, so cell activity can become overreactive right overactive overactive Uh, that's things like adhd right it's misfiring of the brain um uh some cells can be on underactive that's that's depression right some of those some cells can be developed abnormally that can lead to like you know from pregnancy in the womb and brain doesn't develop that one's really interesting because in that that section it talked about there's only so much of a window where that development can happen. And if it gets um, diminished or something happens inside that window, there's really no recovery right. of that. Right. Yeah, you're, you're you know. autism. And that's what they're talking about, <clears throat> autism. Um, so some cells can develop abnormally, leading to, we talked about the absent brain function. Cells can shrink and die, and that's situations like Alzheimer's. Right? Atrophy. Yep. Atrophy. Uh, and then cells can have problems maintaining themselves. Um, you know, I guess that leads to things like delirium and, and uh, situations like that. But he tries to really kind of pull this all in and go, mitochondrial is energy problems in the brain. Which is metabolic. Which is metabolic and leads to pretty much every mental illness there is. And it really doesn't matter why, so, I guess. <laughs> you know, there was, I did highlight. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm putting words in his mouth but that's, um, that's my take on it early in the early in the chapter because he's making the point that that it is a common pathway and he says uh the specific psychiatric disorders in which mitochondrial dysfunction has been identified so other research is already demonstrating this stuff and <clears throat> It includes the length of this list is what got to me. Um, Schizophrenia, schizoaffective disorder, bipolar disorder, major depression, autism, anxiety disorders, obsessive compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, anorexia nervosa, alcohol use disorder, marijuana use disorder, opioid use disorder and borderline personality disorder no you're out of order (laughs) (laughs) 
So, and, and he talked about a bunch of the studies that, I mean, there was, I'm not going to go into all of them, but there was a bunch of different studies that he listed that showed, I mean, for instance, in people that died with Alzheimer's, they had autopsies that they did and they came back and showed these uh, mitochondrial issues that these people were having. So it's, um, you know, it, it, he's basically saying these are these are proven, and there's a lot of studies that were done, like 1926. One of them, right. I mean, one was 1950. Right. He's like, this isn't new information. Uh, you know, I don't think he's throwing a conspiracy theory out there yet, but I, he's like, this is clearly has been studied before. Right. So. Right. Um, so it, it's it seems like these eight chapters have really thoroughly and deeply laid the groundwork for (laughs) thoroughly section three of the book, um, which section three is titled causes and solutions. So, you know, I guess just as a section one and two recap, you know, mitochondria, all the things they do, their role in metabolism, and then the role that mitochondria and metabolism have in all of this portfolio of mental illness disorder types uh, you know I, I i this chapter wasn't the worst one for me i think there was other ones that were uh, I, maybe it was for you. you you were probably expecting something <laughs> a little different it was an hour and a half in audio or audible yeah yeah i my i do i my mitochondria does not function correctly, and you can't keep my focus that long. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that I really took out of this, there was two things that people with mania clearly have too much mitochondrial energy, and people with depression clearly don't have enough, right? So, you're, you're not at that optimum state when it comes to mitochondria and the energy to the cells, and you're either too much or too little, and it's a very delicate balance. And that, that in large part, goes back to the ATP and it was it ADP, and so the the creation and elimination of each, and keeping that proper balance, which is very much at the mitochondrial level. And I don't know if he's going to go here or not, but clearly diet's going to play a role in in this. I imagine, um, you know, he, he mentions where, you know, we're going to talk about that, the cases and solutions, but, uh, and he said, it's some of the things that you might think. So I haven't skipped over, but I know people with mental Ill- illnesses and I absolutely see some of the crash and burn when their diet isn't mm-hmm. correct, when they haven't been exercising and doing the things that they need to do, um, you you see that that kind of crash and burn, and you know I so I imagine he's going there. Um, I, I think that's where it goes to, um, and of course I follow him on Twitter, so I I probably get sneak peeks in the forward parts of the book that um, that other people have. You know, if you're not familiar with Dr. Palmer, um, well, it's pretty. I mean, I, I was gonna call it a pretty quick. Chapter, but it wasn't a quick chapter. It was a quick synopsis. Yeah, and I was thinking to myself as I finished it that I could have just read that in a nutshell portion. Right. That's how I like information delivered. Bam, bam, bam. Yep. You know. So, anyways. Yeah. Part three. Part three. Solutions tomorrow. How many chapters are in part three? Holy schmoly. Yeah, I think we're about halfway through the book. Um. We're in chapter eight, and the book ends around chapter 21. 
Oh, we might have to double so. up. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, it, of course, I'm excited to get into the solutions. We yeah. talked about that one or two snack casts together. Show me the money. Yeah. <laughs> right? I Show get it. me I the get money. It. It's broken. <laughs> right? How do we fix it? It's, right. it's, it's like a conversation with my wife. <laughs> she wants to thoroughly explain it. And I'm just, just telling me what I did wrong. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, questions, comments, concerns, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See ya.